Welcome back to the ball, season three. If you've made it through season one and two, and and now you're getting season three, we just want to say thank you, right? Like, can you imagine those loyal fans who are just now hearing us say season three? How do you think they feel out there? Hey, they've been on this journey with us. We wouldn't be here without them. Man, thank, thank you, thank you, all the support. But let's get to what we do here at the ball, and that's provide some soccer commentary, very accurate, you know, very statistical, and. It's from the heart, too, at the same time. From the heart, and it's also entertaining. Let's not forget the entertainment uh, factor that we provide for the people. Um, so it's been it's been an interesting summer since the end of, of the season. Um, I guess we can go through quickly how the season's ended. EPL, City. Uh, yeah, do we need to go through those <laughs> end of the season? <laughs> City going ahead and won that. And then Liga was Madrid, right? Uh, uh, who was it in France? PSG. Yeah. Uh, what happened in Rome in uh, in Italy was it is it, Milan? Is it Milan yeah I think I remember I saw Zlatan posting some stuff about how he injured his knee and his ankle and had to get like pain shots just to even be able to play blah 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 but anyways yeah they won that um, Champions League Real Madrid so this is gonna be a transfer heavy podcast right obviously there's no games going on um, so we're just gonna run down some of the big names who switched, thought about switching, um, and you know what the impact of that would be uh, in in the next season. Uh, I think the biggest one everybody was looking forward. Well, the Madrid fans were looking forward to the season end- ending so that Mbappe uh, could could join the team. But Ryan, did they did they end up securing the bag on Mbappe, or did he pull a did he pull a switch at the end? You know. He's getting a nice little chunk of change. I hear he also is uh, looking to be in all the front office meetings about player personnel. He w- he wants to be L- the LeBron of uh, so European he, soccer. He's got one. He's got one foot on the floor and the other foot in the front office. Then that's what he's out on here. So, um, all right. So if you were Mbappe, right? You know, last season you had 28 goals, 17, 17 assists, and 34 appearances. Right? You're obviously. What do you think? The best. Player, if if you put the age factor in there, you think Mbappe is the best player in the world, given the age factor and how he produces. He's certainly the most valuable player if we're gonna go there. Yeah. You know, there's there's older players that you know might have more quality, but he's putting up these numbers and he is by far the most potential I'd say of any player in the world right now. So, right, he's already have he already has that reputation and uh, the reputation of you know he's very important. Uh, obviously, he's an idol in the game right now. Do you think? that Champions League is much of a factor for him do you think if he just kept on going maybe I feel like at this age he could just keep balling stay in league on win a couple more but then maybe when he hits like 27 or something and that's like man that's probably like a couple billion dollars of worth of contracts right there you know uh, then you can start worrying about his legacy and this and that. Do you think this was a good move for him? Just saying, you know, I'll, I'll stick it out. And it's possible they might win it too. You know, maybe yeah. they get some some nice players and, and and they get it done. But what do you think of Mbappe's decision? Do you think it was it was nice for him to scare the bag rather than hopping around? You know, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the legacy was the first thing on his mind uh, when making these decisions. I think I think he saw a nice number. I think he saw a place he's comfortable with. He's from France. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he grew up in Paris. I think there's some comfort there. Um, is it the move I would have made if I was him? I'd say no. You know, he's already won how many domestic titles? He's won a World Cup. What hasn't he won a Champions League? Take it, taking the money out of it, the 250 million over three years. Yeah, it's hard to ignore that. But yes, yeah, 
um i i, I would have liked to have seen him go somewhere else because psg has been known to falter um yeah. on that european stage no the contract was i forgot the signing bonus it was something ridiculous <laughs> but it was uh, this is 250 million euros over three years and that's going to be a lot of money for him i Oh, I, I could not say no to that money. I won't lie to you people right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's the Mbappe saga. Let's see what happens next season. Hopefully they... Oh, let's talk a little bit more about his, you know, his his, his other role now. He's going to be a bit more influential. I think they got rid of their coach already, right? Or I hear he's about to leave. Maybe yeah, I think Pochetto's on his way out. Yeah? yeah. Um, okay. Mbappe in there. You think it's more of a coaching thing, though, or you think it's more of a personnel? Just their, their lack of Champions League winning. Yeah, I think I think there is some personal issues. I think, of course, that front three, Neymar, Messi, Mbappe, you, you don't get better than that. You know, they have all the talent up front. I think it's that balance behind them that they need. Um, you know, bringing in Sergio Ramos, I think, made sense at the beginning, having some experience in the back, but he's aged out. They, they need something solid and solidified in the back, and then a midfielder to go with for Tati that you can rely upon yeah. for distribution. Now, hopefully they make some change. I'm tired of... Uh, well, I'm not really tired, but... I'm getting, uh, I hear a lot of my PSG fans, some of them are my friends, you know, they get excited, we're so good, and then every, the same thing happens every year, they just kind of, they drop it in the Champions League, so for just for their pain's sake, hopefully PSG does better next season, after all of this, you know, we're, we're nice here at the ball, we want some happiness. We like seeing the stars on the biggest stage. Exactly, yeah. we, we want to see Mbappe out there. Speaking of stars, um... This star has moved. This is Gareth Bale. Let's talk a little Gareth Bale and a little Gareth Bale legacy. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know where your first introduction was of Gareth Bale, but mine was when he had that Champions League uh, hat trick. It was a versus like Inter Milan uh, mm -hmm. back in the day. Back, back in the day. Back with the Spurs. Back with the Spurs. He was on that left flank doing a madness, you know. No matter who, I think it was Mike Cohn that was guarding him that day. Mm -hmm. He was just killed him. They went to uh, Italy, killed him there. They came to London, killed him there as well. And Gareth Bale moved to Real Madrid, and that was a big transfer. I think at the time, I forget how much it was. It was probably like the most, one of the most expensive transfers definitely in, in the history of uh, world football. Yeah, I think he made more than Ronaldo on that first Real Madrid contract. Was that that same summer? No, that was, it was shortly after. Yeah, shortly after. Okay. So he goes there and he started. He he ball, he balled out right at the beginning. Uh, he balled out for those seasons and then he kind of started falling out of favor. Kind of uh, left the team. A lot of injuries, right? Mm -hmm. That always plagued him in his career. But overall, right, Bill had 258 appearances, 106 goals, and 67 assists. All at Madrid. All at Madrid. Yeah, that's five and five times you have a Champions League win, right? Now this very same guy. Moving over to U.S., you think it was time for him to, not just the U.S., L.A.? Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, Gareth Bale's won it all. Uh, uh, at the club level, he's won domestic titles. He's won the Champions League, like you said, five times. He really has nothing to prove. I think he could have stuck it out in Europe, um, gone back to Spurs potentially, or you know, some other club of that stature and still got time and made an impact. But I, I don't think that's where his interest is at this point. I think his health's declining. I think he's ready to take a step back. And, you know, what's a bigger stage than L.A.? That's true. Oh, he's, he's going to enjoy it there, man. Can you imagine just you're, you're already pretty good. You're going to be playing in 
that. First of all, the MLS is really good. I've, I've been to a couple games. You know, the more I watch, the more I'm saying to myself, this game is this game. I saw, uh, I think it was a Vancouver FC or something mm -hmm. and, uh, versus the Sounders the other day, and they were playing some, you know, pretty good football there. So it's not it's not a horrible league, but he's obviously going to be a little bit better than than the than the other players. So I think we get to see some more good moments, like we always see when the when the European guys come over to finish out their career, and it's obviously he's going to be here in Seattle at some point. Mm -hmm. So. We're gonna have to go check him out. Maybe it could be a ball event or something. You know? Yeah. Well, and he's joining a team that uh, wasn't a bunch of slouches to begin with. You know, they have Carlos Vela on that squad, who was, you know, player of the season. You know, not too long ago, they also brought in Giorgio Chiellini. Yes. Um, who's very old, but he he's gonna be able to eat up some MLS strikers still. Oh yeah. Um, that's gonna be an exciting team. I can see it now. Adam Morrison versus Chiellini. What a, what, a, what a matchup. Or Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too much NBA. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the throwback draft picks now. <laughs> Adam Morrison, man. Shout Gonzaga, out to Zags. Yeah. Right? I knew it. Shout, <laughs> out. Shout out to the Zags. Right. So, yeah, Bell moved over to uh, LA. No. The next guy we're talking about, arguably one of the best uh, players in the world, one of the, arguably one of the, even the best players in the history of, you know, kicking these things around on the field uh, Ronaldo he went Madrid Juventus and came back to, to United and then what, what would you say what would you say about Ronaldo's first season I've heard a lot of people saying oh he made the, the team kind of just worse and you know he's not going to track back he's not going to play any defense but he's getting goals I feel like it was a it was a mixed bag uh, and the goals were the like the thing everybody used to Turn the turn the tide. Whenever someone's like, "Oh, it was a bad transfer," I'd be like, "Well, he was scoring goals, right?" So, wh what do you what do you have to say about Ronaldo's first season? Was it a, was it a good move? What do you think? Well, yeah, I think that's the only thing he brought to the table was those goals. You know, he he can score in bunches. Obviously, he's one of the most talented players ever in the history of the game. Um, so him scoring goals doesn't surprise me. But he wasn't elevating, you know, any of the teammates around him. He wasn't um, pushing the squad forward. Like you mentioned, the tracking back was minimal. Right. Um, it didn't make sense. I think he's frustrated playing with all these youngsters. You know, you get used to getting balls from likes of Modric and Cruz yes. and well, Marcelo and the likes, and you get a little spoiled. Um, so I think he's uncomfortable. Yeah, enough of the no more Fred and McTominay slander uh, for in the in the season three. Mm -hmm. you, you're safe, man. United fans. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I looked up his market value. And it just seems weird to me when I see Ronaldo's market value is 33 million euros for a transfer. Yeah, we were talking that 200 million mark, you know, not too long ago. Yeah, now it's down to 33. Man, hey, it's a lesson to you guys out there, you know. Secure the bag while you can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, secure the bag. Hey, when you see those numbers, secure the bag while you can. <laughs> Shout out to Mbappe. <laughs> now, next, well, let's talk a little Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea had an interesting... I guess summer they had a change in ownership uh, because of the war in in, in Ukraine. Um, uh, they were like, "Hey, Abramovich, you can't own this team." We kind of forced him out, um, and then I, f I don't know who owns them now. But ownership change, and it feels like there's been some movements. You know, they've been they've been pretty active in in, in the in the transfer window. The, uh, the the transfer most everyone knows about was uh, Sterling, right? Mm -hmm. Coming from City, 
um moving to Chelsea was that something you expected I feel like I was like what what I was like wait Sterling wants to move first of all and now he's going to Chelsea it's kind of strange to me well I think Sterling's been falling more and more out of favor in that city squad um I don't think he quite fits in that Cordiella style that passing move that interchanging um nearly as well as guys like Bernardo Silva Phil Foden yeah um Kevin De Bruyne and the likes um so I, I think it makes sense for him to move on I don't I think he wants to be the guy yeah. Um, oh, yes. And I think there's an opportunity at Chelsea to do so. Um, I think I think he goes there and starts right away. I think you know he's going ahead of Timo Werner. He's going ahead of Kai Havertz in my mind. Yep. Um, Is uh, P- Pulisic and him uh, going to be in? They're going to be fighting for time. Man, mm-hmm. feel sorry for. I don't know who to feel sorry for. Honestly, I feel like I rate them both, but yeah, I think. I think Sterling might get the might get the nod over there. Yeah, a little English <laughs> bias in there too. Yeah, a little English bias in there. You're good to go. Um, but yeah, no, and, you were saying. And you know the the competition was getting even stiffer at City with uh, Erling Holland coming in yes, as well. You're right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so there there really was going to be less spots for wingers in general. So I I think it makes sense, and I think it's exciting to see what he can bring because those early City days he was a force. Oh yeah. No, I know they're going to be using him. Quite a bit. I feel like whenever City gets or Chelsea gets a new player, whoever's producing is going to be on the field. That's what, that's what I really like about uh, Tuchel. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't care who you are. If you're putting in those goals, you know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get in the lineup. So shout out to him and yeah, shout out to Sterling. They got it. they strengthened up their defense as well. I think I think this is official. This might be the ball breaking news. <laughs> right. So if if you're listening to this, you heard it first. You're probably listening to it on Monday, but. It is where it is. Uh, Kalubali went to Chelsea. Great move. Uh, they lost uh, Rudiger to Madrid. Um, it was a hole to fill in there. And yeah, what a guy to pick up. Yeah, and I hear Christensen might be going to Barcelona as well out of that Chelsea defense. Um, so they needed a center back to go along with Thiago Silva. But what a pairing that is. Man, that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be dangerous. And he came or he went to Chelsea for 40 million euros. Uh, Sterling it was 61.8 million. And starting last season, 30 appearances, 13 goals, 6 assists. And, yeah, no, he produced, produced, won another trip. Now, let's quickly talk uh, World Cup. Uh, Women's World Cup is uh, coming up next year, uh, 2023. Australia and New Zealand. The host, host country. Oh, Oceania? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I haven't heard much about the, uh, you know, too much backlash about that. Maybe because their World Cup wasn't, you know, decided by bribery and a lot of uh, other stuff. But <laughs> that's here. That's 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 nothing <laughs> to hear nor there. Uh, yeah, FIFA bri- uh, Qatar bribe for the 2022 World Cup. Anyways, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> interestingly, uh, Zambia is making their first appearance in the World Cup. Uh, the women, women's World Cup, they beat Senegal in PKs today, so shout out to Zambia. Um, men's World Cup, Qatar 2022, a Winter World Cup. Ryan, when you heard that for the first time, what did you think? Were you like, what the hell? What is this? I'm thinking I might need to take a couple weeks PTO around Christmas time, <laughs> <laughs> catch some games. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to Qatar? Oh, uh, I was thinking just go to the bar for my oh, couch okay. at least. No, but, I like it. Hey, I, I like, like where your mind's at, though. See, hey, work remote, just tell them you're going to be... Out of the country, <laughs> yeah, just following my passions. Yeah, yeah, just following my passions. Go on leave or something. <laughs> but yeah, Winter World Cup. Like I was joking before, there's been some, like a lot of news on this because of how Qatar ended up winning this World Cup, and it's gonna be. They couldn't have it in the summer because it's way too fucking hot in Qatar, mm-hmm. right? And 
now they're gonna make people or all the leagues stop in in the middle of, of their season almost and go to Qatar right go play these games come back who's to say you know they're not, someone's not gonna get injured you think there'll be a case where um, the teams are like hey don't go to the World Cup like they're like bribing these guys not to go to the World Cup just in case they get injured because they're gonna be playing hard it's the World yeah. Cup no I wouldn't be surprised if they're making it but uh, what player would take that the opportunity to represent your country I, saying, I, 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 don't, I don't think any players turn it down that yeah. um, but like you said it's going to have an impact people aren't going to come back healthy there's going to be tired legs following the tournament yeah. um, and it's going it, to be weird not having boxing day premier league soccer over the holidays yeah. imagine yeah that's something I didn't even yeah it's going to throw the whole kind of motion around yeah. the, the way we, we, we view football um, <laughs> how about this what if I asked you to pick a winner <laughs> <laughs> I haven't wrapped my head around that yet oh boy if you a ball prediction in July for the 2022 December World Cup, I would say uh, Belgium. Why not? Hey, I'm gonna throw this out there. Yeah, it's coming home. Yeah, England. Wow. <laughs> okay, we're back on that. We're back. We're back on that. Well, if it, if not them, uh, Argentina. Messi's gonna bring one home. Ooh. Uh, how, what a story that would be yeah man we would have a field day here at the ball mm-hmm. if that happened but thank you guys for tuning in season three let's get it <laughs>